Welcome to the Am I Hunting Podcast. On this episode, joined by Chris Queen, host and co-owner of Trekking Outdoors. All right, welcome to my hunting podcast. So yeah, so this episode was another fun one where where I got to sit down with Chris Queen, uh, the host of Trekking Outdoors. You know, it was a hunting show that they're airing their first season uh, just the start of this year. And I actually got the opportunity to meet him in person uh, one day after church. I got to chat with him a little bit. And talk about the show and he found out that I have a podcast and he offered to come on to the show and uh, it was really good to be able to talk to him and get a little bit more information about the uh, about the, the show and what they're doing and kind of what his experience was going through their first season you know filming the show uh, we're just going to dive right into the episode dive into what trekking outdoors is and and what and what it's all about all right, hey guys, this is uh, Chris with Trekking Outdoors. Um, I'm one of the three guys that's part of the group, and we're all from Michigan. Uh, that's our home base. We've all been born and raised here, and nice to be on this podcast with you, man. Well, thanks, man. So, what was your background with hunting? You know, growing up, were were you a hunter growing up? Was that a you know part of the family tradition? How did you get started in hunting? Yeah, so growing up as a child, no, actually. Um, it was sports, sports, sports. That's uh, what I feel like was pushed. Um, I didn't really start getting into hunting until my early teens. I think I was about 12 to 13 years old. I had some buddies that really introduced me into the hunting world. And yeah, that's where my love and passion for the outdoors kind of started. And uh, Steve, he's been hunting since he was a kid. And, and uh, I think he's in a, he's 51 now and he's traveled all over the, all over the world. And He's a he's like a hidden legend, and that's in my personal opinion. That's that's what I would have to say about him. And uh, you know, ever since I met Steve, you know, I feel like I've wanted to mold myself uh, around you know what he's accomplished and what he's been through as an outdoorsman. It's been awesome. And then Tyler, who's part of our show, uh, he's getting introduced into into the hunting world too. I mean, he really didn't um, start hunting much until he met me. And so it's kind of it's kind of cool, you know. Like I, I got introduced to uh, into that when I was younger, and then uh, now I'm kind of passing that down to Tyler for say, you know, my best friend. So it's pretty awesome. That is pretty awesome. So I want to back up a little bit. So Steve, because you guys call him Uncle Steve. So uh, is, is is he a relation of you, or or is that yeah, just so, his nickname? <laughs> no, actually, that's Tyler's uncle by marriage. Okay. Tyler everybody that i've been around calls him uncle steve that's how i was introduced to him as was uncle steve and so that's kind of stuck with him okay and i told him i said hey uh when, when we start this show like your uncle steve he, he was all for it so okay and it's kind of stuck, <laughs> it's stuck with him and everywhere we go usually it's it's hey there's uncle steve you know and that's, steve now, huh? that's how we introduce him to everybody now too and he's like i, I really gotta start getting used to this <laughs> <laughs> yeah people are well, gonna yeah, start recognizing him and saying hi to him yeah just yelling out uncle steve to him <laughs> <laughs> that's right yep all right so then uh how did you and tyler meet then yeah so tyler and i actually met in the church uh i want to say man it's probably been i think i want to say over 10 years ago but yeah that's that's where we met, met in church and uh he won't say it but i'm the one that went up and talked to him first you know he was that shy guy you know and i had to loosen them loosen them up a little bit for say <laughs> okay 
Now, but, uh, you- no, we're best we're best friends. He's the best man at my uh, at my wedding. He's um he's a he's a great guy. He does all of our pretty much uh, all of our filming, and he does all of our editing. And he's really good at what he does. And uh, when you when you have that connection between three guys like Steve, Tyler, and I have, it just makes it better. You know, film. That's you know my personal opinion. I, I feel like it's better. You know, you can connect better with people, and your interaction on on camera is way better as well. Yeah, yeah, and even with the couple of episodes that I've been able to catch now, I missed the first, I think the first three episodes because I kind of forgot about yeah. your guys' release date. But yeah, you can definitely yeah. see that that you guys are definitely friends, and that you're just built making the show together. It's not, you know, having a cameraman or some someone part of your production team that you're, you know, got just a business relationship with. So you can definitely see that in the show. That and yeah, I mean, actually, I gotta say. The, from the uh, the Iowa hunt, yeah. about with the uh, shaving cream. Yeah, you should have seen that one coming, man. I know. I I can't believe I didn't. Honestly, I just I thought that like I, he knew that something was going on because when the door opened and he was kind of like not coming out quick, but I didn't think that he actually knew I was right there. And so like when he finally came and I went and swung at him with that, he ducked and just nailed me right in the face. And yeah, I gotta I gotta think of a way to one-up them on that one <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so with the with your getting out first i'm sorry getting started with hunting um yeah. you know did you start out doing just rifle hunting did you do archery to start how did that start out for you yeah you mean when i first started hunting yeah yep yeah um i would it was a mixture of both okay um, i think it was kind of just around I think I actually started shooting a bow before a rifle because obviously bow season always comes before a rifle season. But, but yeah, um, I, if I had to pick between one or the other, it would definitely be hunting with my bow. There's just nothing like being out, out in the, in the outdoors and, and being able to harvest, a, an animal with your, with your bow. It's just, there's something extra special. I mean, you got to work harder at it and, you know, just, it's just amazing. Yep. Oh yeah. Yep. So then you know going through before you started the show did you travel out of state and do much hunting uh because it seems like with your guys' show that you're going all over the place you know, do you have much history with traveling to hunt yeah yeah actually before we started the show um steve uh has been all over the country he's been everywhere um and then myself included I've, I've actually gone out of state i think five or six different times prior to prior to that so yeah we we had some experience uh going out but then this past year that was just insane. We went, we went everywhere. We we traveled all over the country, eleven different states, and and a lot of miles on our truck. <laughs> yeah, you know we we did it all on our own too. You know, for the exception of hunting with uh, bluegrass uh, whitetail outfitters in Kentucky and um, outfitter in uh, Texas. You know, we did everything on on our own. Okay, it See. was just cold cold knocking, finding you know uh, public ground and it was just it was insane you know making connections with people and getting permission in a different state and so it was it was hard but you know that's part of hunting you know hunting's not easy yeah. if you're doing it on your own which is what i think majority of of outdoorsmen do is obviously on their own and yeah. trying to gain permission and it's not easy you got to grind it out it is a grind every single time you go out there so with that you know what all states did you end up going to yeah, so season started out for us. We were going to go to Maine to begin with to go bear hunting, and we ended up scratching that. So we went right to Kentucky for early velvet season in September, the first uh, weekend there. 
And then we went right from there. We went to Colorado to hunt public land, uh, went after some elk, had some really good uh, encounters out there, encountered some moose and elk and, and some mule deer and, and bear. And it was, that was crazy. We, we hiked 58 miles in five days and it was uh, a crazy experience and we're going to be getting at it again. We're going to Alaska this coming, this uh, coming up year. But after that, we uh, hunted back home. We went to Ohio. We went to Illinois. Went to Missouri, Kansas, Iowa, Texas, and then we uh, went to Florida to do bow fishing too. So we we traveled all all over. Yeah, you definitely uh, you definitely <laughs> put in the the states. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's it's awesome to be able to you know do something as awesome you know as awesome as as this is to do, but. You know, there's a lot of work behind it too. It's not just going out and getting up in the tree and filming and shooting the deer. You know, there's a lot of a lot of back work that that a lot of people don't see. Yeah. So I guess then the next question is, what made you want to be able to take, or what made you want to take that next step of, you know, just going out hunting to wanting to start filming and you know make a production of it, and then you know yeah, ultimately just, taking it on to doing a full-on hunting show. Yeah, for sure. You know, the ultimate dream would be to be able to have a show that we can, you know, do as a full-time thing. You know, whether or not that becomes, you know, something, uh, you know, if it is, if it does, it does. But more so just being able to chase that dream to be able to hunt, film, and just showcase that with everybody. You know, it's not all what everybody thinks it is. You know, like, all oh, these guys are on TV, they're probably making all this money and blah, blah, blah. It's, it's, it's it's nowhere near that, you know, and then a majority of people in the industry understand that they get that and it's a grind every single day, but you got it. You have to be in it for the love of being an outdoorsman. Otherwise there's, you know, in my personal opinion, why, why, you know, it can't be in it to try to chase money and any, anything, you, anything you do in life, you got to chase the dream, not the money. Yeah. Yeah, certainly. I mean, yeah, you can kind of see it sometimes with, um, certain shows where, yeah, it almost seems like it's not as genuine or, or you can kind of tell that maybe they, you know, loved it at one time, but they've kind of lost the passion and now it's, now it's just a business for them. So yeah, I can definitely yeah, right. understand I it. I never wanted, I never wanted to become that, you know, it's, it's, you know, and I, and everyone that we talk to, I tell them, you know, it's, it's our passion for hunting and then, and then it's work, you know? So I don't ever want to, the moment that our show starts to, if, it, it will never be like that but the moment that if it were to ever become business over our love for being in the outdoors and being around each other and, and being in those moments and experiencing you know everything that's a moment that you gotta stop and think about what you're doing you know so with the show how many episodes are you gonna have for this first season yeah first season we'll have 13 episodes uh we just got done airing episode six which was in iowa yep uh upcoming episodes that people can watch are on sportsman channel and that is um, Monday mornings at 8.30. And then Wednesdays, uh, we air three different times on Wednesdays, 2 a.m., which is just a late time, and then 1 p.m. and 7 p.m., and it's all Eastern time. So Mondays, Monday mornings at 8.30 and Wednesdays at 1 a.m., 1 p.m. and 7 p.m. Eastern time. Gotcha. So the next episode's coming up is episode 7, which is in Texas. It's uh, Texas 1, and then ep- episode 8 is Texas 2. Okay. A lot of those are the different hunts and other places. Is there one that you've kind of selected as kind of your favorite hunt for the year or even your favorite episode so far? Uh, yeah, so I, I just uh, talked to some people last week about this, and 
if you would ask me that question, like I said on the on the other one I did, um, I would have never told you Texas, but Texas was my favorite and I think everybody's favorite hunt this year. You know, if you would have asked me months ago before the season started, I would have said, Hey, I'm looking more forward to Kansas and Iowa. Okay. You know, but Texas was such a surprise to me. I, I didn't know what to expect going there, but it was just so different. You're always used to hunting the hardwoods and backcountry of the Midwest and Michigan. And, um, we go down there and there's no trees. It's all just big brush and cactus and dry dirt. And, <laughs> but it was just the encounters we had. The, it was amazing. We've seen more than whitetail. Um, we've seen hogs, we've seen axis deer, free range axis deer is, it's pretty amazing. I mean, what, a, what an amazing state to hunt whitetail. And it's just, I never would have thought in a million years. And we just kind of last minute, really, towards the tail end of the season, we're like, let's try to go to Texas. And we went to Texas, and I'll, I'll try to go there every year I get I get a chance to. <laughs> yeah, no, I get that. Yeah, I, I uh, did my first out-of-state hunt um, just this last season to South Dakota. And I kind of experienced the same thing. I mean, a completely different environment. I mean, big game everywhere. I saw more bucks in the four days I was there than I have, you know, essentially my entire career hunting in Michigan. Right. And, then, and then we also, I mean, there was, there was buffalo out there, elk, That's mule awesome. deer, antelope, bighorn sheep. Uh, yeah. I guess there's billy goats out there too, but we didn't actually end up seeing any of those. But, but yeah, just game and big game species all over the place just everywhere you went yeah that's awesome and you said that was what state sorry south dakota south dakota yep. yeah so you know we we would like to get out there at some point in time i know we're trying to go to montana and uh we're eventually going to make it to wyoming that's like a big bucket list and then we want to get after some elk in new mexico so we'll see what happens there we kind of got in touch with some people out there but we got to go through a lot of loopholes and strings to try to make that happen but we're one of the really cool things that we're looking forward to this year is heading to alaska and we're gonna be doing that on our own too like we're flying out there and we are running a truck whether it's a u-haul or whatever and driving 14 hours north and steve tyler and i are going to be be hunting hunting, uh alaska for some caribou so that's awesome so has has steve ever been up there or hunted caribou before so you can i don't think he's been to alaska but he's hunted caribou before yes and he's i think he's harvested three or four different caribou okay so yeah he's got a little bit of experience there that can help guide you guys along a little bit then yeah and i believe it's canada's where he's been Uh, i know i asked him if he's been to alaska he said not yet so i know that's definitely something that he wants to check off that list of his (laughs) and out i'll tell you what I had a list of things to kind of cover, and we burned through this pretty quickly. So I'm just kind of going through my notes right now, see if there's anything else that I forgot to yeah, cover that's with fine. you. And... Yeah, yeah. Um, I can just mention that, uh, you know, uh, being from Michigan here, we just want to get a little bit more involved uh, with the outdoorsmen in the state of Michigan. So we got a couple things that we're working on right now, which uh, if people just follow us and stay tuned, they'll they'll be able to see that here shortly. But yeah i think next year as well we're gonna actually put on our own hunting banquet and i've been thinking about it for a long time and i'm gonna start start getting at that where we do a bunch of giveaways and have a bunch of companies and sponsors there to give stuff away and and just have it just some huge crazy big event i want to be able to create like one of the biggest 
banquets slash events for Michigan outdoorsmen, just so we can share that experience and, and stories with, you know, our home state of, of Michigan here with, with all those guys, guys and gals. Sorry. Yeah, no, man, that that's awesome. The fact that you guys want to, you know, be able to work with the Get community, back, especially yeah. local community yeah. for here in Michigan. I mean, there's such a hunting tradition for our state and, um, yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah, it's, yep. it's, and that's really, it comes down to a lot of times too. I've kind of, you know, wrapped my head around it a little bit more with doing the podcast and just talking with people and really just wanted to, really just wanted to talk to people, um, and share experiences and stories and stuff like that. So, you know, the idea of wanting to build that community up and. Yeah. We just want to be able to connect with, with everybody that we can and just to, just get to know people, you yeah. know, hear their stories, tell our stories and and just uh meet new faces and create new relationships and you know that's something that's going to be in the works but we're hoping that we'll be able to get that all uh you know knocked down uh for this coming uh next the following year in 2023 and hopefully uh make something big of that yeah no that sounds awesome man so with the planning phases do you already have essentially your schedule for this next season of where and when you're going to be at certain places kind of um so i just spent the about a couple of weeks ago laying out all of our states that we want to go when those draw dates are all that stuff and then we have a rough draft of a schedule about where we're going to go but we really don't know until we obviously find out if we're drawn in certain states and but uh majority of the places i mean we're for sure hunting michigan we're hunting alaska we're hunting ohio we're hunting illinois we're gonna hunt kentucky um and then texas too but we're we got a couple of big states out there that are kind of just hanging there waiting to see what happens. So Steve and I both have some points in Iowa too for bow hunting. So we'll see what happens there. Well, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. How much stress does that put on you to be able to try to fill up the schedule to kind of, you know, continue to have, you know, different shows or different locations available for the show? Yeah. You know, it's actually a good question because, you know, at the beginning of the season, after the first like month and a half, we hadn't had a harvest on the ground. We we be, had been to quite a few different places, and we didn't have a, our first harvest, I think, until the end of October. Um, and it was stressing me out. And then I just was asking myself, like, hey, this is part of hunting. This is this is what happens sometimes. You know, it's like in my head, I'm like, man, we got to get episodes put together. But then I was like, well, if we're going to be showcasing the real and raw side of hunting, you know, and, and we're showing that we're grinding and out and we're having encounters, you know whether or not deer are just not coming in or you know whatever whatever the the case may be you know i had to stop myself there and just be like hey go with the flow whatever happens happens and and people are going to respect the fact that you know we're putting episodes out there which we have a couple episodes out there we didn't have any harvest but it was still fun to watch you know and just be able to you know showcase that and and really after after just you know telling ourselves that things ended up started going our way you know we had a couple harvests back to back and back to back to back but yeah just uh and that's what's going to happen going forward you know whether or not we have an amazing season or if we have a you know cruddy season whatever happens happens because you know what that's part of hunting yep do you listen to many podcasts or anything like that or do you how much um you know hunting content do you absorb (laughs) I, I used to listen to some every once in a while. Um, my buddy Ryan, that's from the Thumb of Michigan, uh, he put some podcasts out. I always would listen to his. I did some with him. Okay. But really just, 
the amount of time that I, you know, that all of us have put into, you know, hunting now and traveling and being away from family and, and editing and putting episodes together and just the travel. It's like, you know, trying to find the time to sit down and listen to some has been difficult, but man, I would love to be able to listen to more than, and, you know, being a part of these has been great too, because, you know, hopefully that leads to more other podcasts. I can hear other people, you know, doing podcasts with you, you know? Yeah, no, I, I totally get that. Cause same thing. I used to be really big in the listen podcast, especially when I'm, you know, just sitting at home or stuff like that. But yeah, having started up my own show, I mean, there, I, there's a lot of them I can't even listen to anymore and probably should even stop trying to download them or anything like that. Cause yeah, I just don't have the time for them anymore. Um, yeah, but, but you know, uh, kudos to you for taking the time to start your own thing and do your own podcast. You know I mean? That can be something to shy people away from wanting to do something that they love to do. Like, Oh, Hey, there's all these podcasts out there and, and I'm going to be a little, you know, minnow in the pond with all these big, you know, podcast shows out there and all these other people doing it but you can't think that way you know you just gotta gotta go and, and just chase after what you love to do you know yeah and that's kind of like us when we were doing the filming and hunting like <laughs> we're the minnow in the, in the ocean you know compared to you know in the hunting industry you know the yep. hunting industry is the ocean and and we're the show we were that minnow but we're trying to work our way around all those big fish and and just uh hopefully become a show that a lot of people want to tune in and watch which i feel like it's going in the right direction and hopefully it keeps going that way yeah yeah well the, the main reason i was asking about the if you listen to podcasts and whatnot because there was a, a discussion between steve Renella and his brother on the mediator podcast and they yeah, got I just into watched a, those guys last night yeah yeah and uh they had a pretty heated debate about um his brother matt is uh um, basically he's really against you know kind of like the influencers and people kind of sh- highlighting hunting and promoting it and whatnot right. one one of his arguments was you know that you know in certain areas there's overcrowding as it is especially with some of the western states but then yeah. his other argument was is that if people are going to highlight hunting that they do need to show you know when things go bad or you know either when right. they don't harvest anything or if they you know, make a bad shot and wound an animal and just never recover it. You know, his big thing right. was like, they need to show all of it. Um, they show people the real, the real picture of hunting. Yeah. And I mean, when it comes down to, you know, social media with Facebook and Instagram, I mean, this is, you can go back and forth with people all day on this. You can definitely, you know, like you said earlier, you can definitely tell when some people are just in it for fame and maybe money compared to being in it for the love of being an outdoors man, man or woman you know yep and the instagram you know is that's worse than facebook in my personal opinion but but yeah i mean within the last thing in the last four years i'd say it's just exploded on social media it's just crazy how many people are jumping in on that you know which good for them if they're doing it for the for the love of it but you know other reasons you know it's like thing you know like how much of this is is you know can can we all take you know and until enough is enough you know yeah yeah because you even get it too like if you're if you're paying too much attention or too much attention to that you know that feed and whatnot where you're seeing you know even just on like when it comes to hunting season with all the harvest and everyone else is killing big deer and you start feeling that kind of pressure a little bit but then you realize that you know that's that's not the majority of the people that are still out there hunting with you um, yeah so yeah it's, yeah and I, I know i've said this so many times already in the first 20 minutes of our call here but 
I just wish everybody just stopped what they were doing. And, and, and I know there's a lot of guys that are doing what we're doing and they're doing it because they love what they're doing. And I just, I wish that the people that weren't would just stop and just do it for the love of it or just get out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with, you know, we, we could get into this, I guess, but like, you know, with the idea of, you know, that there's people out there that are trying to end hunting as we know it. And, you know, if we're not responsible with how we present ourselves or present hunting and exactly. Yeah. If we're just posting pictures of kills just to, just to get likes and, and comments like, you know, just, you know, and it's kind of a double edged sword to talk about that topic because you could have someone say, well, Hey, you're a hunting show and you're filming everything and putting it out there. Well, there's a difference between hunting and filming and putting it out there just to get, get you know, garner the attention or you're just going to hunt, film, put it out there and, and just be able to showcase it just where people can see, you know, what, what it's like to be there. You, you don't know who's watching you. You never know who's watching you. It could be a kid sitting there with his dad and he looks at his dad and he's like, Hey dad, I want to do what they're doing. You know, like, and now you just got some, you know, the next generation interested in hunting or even it even a grown adult, you know I mean? But that's just such a touchy uh, topic to talk about back and forth. Cause the argument can go just each way, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Things can get uh pretty deep in the weeds pretty quickly. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, they can. Yeah. They get heated and deep in the weeds. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, you, you did bring up a good point. Cause yeah, I mean, that's kind of one thing I've been, pondering on to is you know i always kind of like to check myself on you know if i'm doing this podcast for the right reasons and you know yeah Yeah, i mean that's like anything you do in life you know you gotta stop and ask yourself am i doing this for the good of the good or, or or what am i doing you know yeah but yeah no i mean i've i've been enjoying the show um you know, I'm I'm still kicking myself for missing the first few episodes, so I gotta wait now till they re-air, so well, I can. They, they, yeah, they'll re-air in um, uh, April, May, and June. Awesome. Okay, and then I did want to dive into a little bit because um, after watching your the Iowa episode, uh, yeah, I instantly got curious about the Rudd up deer blinds, and I pulled up yeah. the website. So, um, are you? partnered up with uh i think his name is chris right who owns the uh, the company right yeah. Okay. yeah chris betts he owns it um they're out of iowa but yeah they're they're one of our sponsors okay yeah, yeah. as soon as i saw them like oh those are pretty nifty so um but yeah, yeah. it was pretty yeah you know everybody that we've partnered with this year has been it's been awesome i haven't had a bad experience with anybody um it's but they've been all great to work with and at the same time you know uh on the business side of it, you know, obviously people need the marketing there and, and we need their help too, but we have been trying to put it on our show where we're not pushing it. Like our ads will air when the ads air, but when people are watching the show, they want to watch the show, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, every once in a while we'll have a few things in there, but you know, I've watched hunting shows my whole life and, you know, it comes down to, Oh man, just like constant push, 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 well push. But it's like, you know, you, you can only do so much and you, and you, you know, we've been trying to be different on that side of it, but on the flip side, on the back side of it, we've been doing things that other people haven't been doing to help, help them out because they're helping us out. You know, yep. if someone's going to part partner with us and be a part of us, then we need to really be a part of what they're doing. We can't just be looking for handouts. We have to help each other because we help each other grow and that's good for everybody around. So, 
Yeah. And once again, you know, we, we don't want to be known as anyone looking for a handout or anything like that. We want to, we're going to work when it comes time to work. And, and when we say we're going to do something, we're going to do it. If we're not doing it, then we want to be corrected and told that we're not doing it and tell us what we're doing wrong, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's really interesting because, yeah, I've even, I've even, you know, been thinking about, or if I want to, you know, look and try to get some sponsors for the podcast or, do advertising or yeah. something like that because yeah it does it does cost some money to for the gear and you know running yeah, it and sure. everything like that but anytime you do anything you know you know majority of the time when you do stuff you, you need to have people there to help you out and and you know take you to the next step you know yeah yep yeah so it's much- just like if you're working if you've if you never worked out before and you want to start working out and lifting weights like you're either going to youtube to look at tutorial videos but the next best thing is to get somebody there physically with you to lead you along you know yeah and so those companies need us we need them and vice versa and anything that's you know business related yeah no and the fact that i mean you know like with the with the uh, red up blinds i mean i mean they, they appear to be a smaller company and everything like that so yep, that's, yeah absolutely you know yeah i've considered that as like if i if i'm gonna pick up sponsors or reach out to companies like they're gonna be local companies and michigan companies or right yeah that type of thing yeah. so yeah and then in, in, in the industry itself you know it can be cutthroat at times you know if not quite a few times just you know and being able to work with you know it could come down you could be doing a big deal but if that person's not you know you're not feeling that connection with them or you know you're not getting along very well or anything like that then there's no sense in even doing that deal because it just that doesn't lead to good things in the end you know yeah no you said it well that's for sure yeah, like I said, everybody we've partnered with this year, they've been, they're all family-oriented people. You know, I haven't, we haven't come across anybody that hasn't been yet. So, I mean, it's been great to work with them. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, we got some, we got some stuff lining up too. Some other, actually, just like you had said just a minute ago, we got some Michigan companies that we're about to do some things with. So, we're really looking forward to that because, you know, just being able to do some stuff with our, you know, home state people, that just makes it even better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. How far are you in the deal? Can you announce the companies or not yet? Not yet. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I would say not yet because we haven't sealed anything yet, but I know a couple of things are going to, are going to happen and really looking forward to it. That's good, man. All right. Well, again, we've covered about everything that at least I wanted to ask you. So is there anything else that you wanted to cover or wanted to share before we wrap this up? Yeah, I mean, uh, thanks for having me on. Uh, super uh, excited to hopefully do a couple more with you. I know I met you in person. Uh, was a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yep. So hopefully we get to meet again, and uh, yeah, I hope for success for both of us in the upcoming season. But you know, on top of that, just being able to you know grow your podcast and and then grow our show too. Like we're all for it. So that's why I'm taking the time right now to help you out because. I know you're just starting out and when I just started out I wanted people to be there for me too and so I just want to be there I want to be there for anybody that's starting out someone that's one to you know message me ask ask me or Tyler or Uncle Steve about hunting or filming or you know what I got to do to do this like message us ask us you know once we have the time we're going to get back with you and and and, and connect with them you know so we always want to don't ever want to feel like we're too good to talk to anybody or anything like that never going to be like that Right. Like you said, it's about the community, right? About the community, yeah. 
again, if people want to catch up on the show um, or follow what you're up to, um, I guess if you want to go ahead and plug, uh, again, plug the show again and where they can find you on Instagram and whatnot. Yeah, so find us on Facebook and Instagram at Trekking Outdoors and then uh, Aaron on the Sportsman channel currently um, Monday mornings at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time and Wednesdays at 2 a.m., 1 p.m. and 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Awesome. Sounds good, man. All right. So that's a wrap with the conversation with Chris. Again, big thank you for him to coming on to the show, talking about trekking outdoors and you know his experiences with that. And he also talked about some really good points about when you you know take that next step into essentially be a content creator or creating uh, a hunting show or putting yourself out there in the hunting world and that transition and what that kind of entails of. And really what his outlook is in that whole regard, he said it really well where, you know, he really wants to focus on the community aspect and really just sharing experiences and stories of, you know, hunting and the outdoors. And he, and he really does a good job about that with that. And, you know, again, I highly encourage you if you haven't uh, watched the show yet, look it up on the sportsman's channel, you know, make sure you download those those episodes when they air because uh, otherwise you're going to have to wait for them to come back out again because it's, it's honestly one of my new favorite hunting shows you know having a little bit of interaction with chris you know there's that little bit of connection there watching it uh, but they really have a really nice production and really an authenticity with the show where you know you really feel like uh, it's just a group of guys out there hunting and enjoying it and you kind of feel like you're part of that uh, as part of their production, as part of their storytelling. Um, it really makes you feel like you're kind of in deer camp along the way with them. So again, highly encourage you to catch up on that show and follow along with uh, Chris and Tyler and Uncle Steve on their on their adventures. And as you said, he's got other things to come. So hopefully we may even get, you know, get to see more of Chris and the guys. And I really hope that he is able to get that event put together. It'd be great to be able to get a whole bunch of people together and, you know, just talk hunting and fishing and the outdoors in general. So that's a wrap for this one. I actually, when finishing this up, I'm going to actually catch up the latest episode. It should be part two of the Texas hunt. So I don't want to dilly dally too much so I can dive into that. So with that, that's a wrap on this one. And as always, get out there, be safe and have fun.